G'day and welcome to Just Keep Punting. It does what it says on the tin. It keeps punting. I'm here with Jason Azza as a party, the man who used to party and now tips winners. How are you, Azza? Good, Sonny. How are you, brother? Man, I'm actually all right. I'm all right. Hey, I want to get stuck straight into this. All week I've been giggling and telling everyone who'll listen, like, mate, Azza went the unders in the highest scoring <laughs> game ever, blah, blah, blah. And then I just checked over all of your results last week. You tipped the swans, tick. You had the cats at the line, tick. You had port and dogs to be under, big tick. And then the Brisbane Roos game, it was overs by about 12 goals, which is the only one that you missed. But isn't it weird, the mentality of, because it was such a blowout, like it doesn't matter if it's one point or 70, it's still a losing ticket. But in my head, I was like, oh, way off, way off. And then the other thing is, it was supposed to be pissing down and it could not have been dry. Yeah, I think we did speak about, you know, watching the weather there on that game. So um, Here come the excuses, folks. Strap in. Honestly, pre-game, I actually didn't end up putting the bet on. Yeah, sure. But uh, I'll tell you what I did do. I'll tell I you what I did do is during the game, I took yeah. the live line at about oh. 44 points and then they got to about... 70 odd up and I'm like oh this is home like I don't even need to bother and then and then we put the queue in the and rack and then nor- queue in the rack North got the first for the last quarter and I was like down yeah. a point on the live line and I was <laughs> filthy I'm like if I lose this because I've absolutely unloaded on it unloaded Anyway, and then Brisbane kicked a few at the end. I, I got the chocolates oh, in the end. So, right. but um, oh, I don't know how you do it with your own team because can you imagine winning by forty points? You're a Brisbane fan and being filthy. Oh, <laughs> I would have been filthy, filthy. The other thing I want to just earmark is that your last chance to learn at Terang, I was really hanging out for it, and they scratched it. They scratched Prowling in the last race. So this week, just to avoid my disappointment, we're going to do a pure AFL podcast, just having a chat about what's going to win and why. Then next week, you're going to come at me hard with some more racing tips because you've been bang on with those. Will do, mate. Awesome. Well, let's get stuck into it, mate. What do you like this week? Yeah, it's an interesting round. So this week, we've got the top four sides playing each other. Yeah, it's awesome. We've got Saints and Blues and Bombers and Pies. Let's lean straight into Carlton then. I'm leaning towards St Kilda here, mate, because when I look at the Blues, so they're ranked 13th in offence against the Saints, who are just a gun defensive team. Who have they beaten? They've beaten North, they've beaten GWS at a draw. They're so hot and cold. I think we'll know within 10 minutes if they're up for it. But I'm actually leaning towards St Kilda. Yeah, well, what I normally do after each round is price up the next week's games for five minutes before looking. Okay. And I priced this up $1.60 Saints, and it came mm. up $2.15 Saints um, on Monday. So I actually backed the Saints at the two fifteen. They're now $1.90 each or two, which I think they'll probably stay up to the bounce. Look, Carter just got the Jeez. X factor with Kerno, right? Like, Kerno's a superstar. And then Mackay obviously can kick bags as well. If St Kilda can can defend that and Ross Lyon over the years has proved that, you know, full ground defence and, and nullifying other people's strengths is not a not an issue for him. Uh, they lost no one Morris last week. They were never gonna win, but you know, to, to keep coming at the end and, and doing as they're doing, it's D Day for them this week. If they don't win this week, the Saints, uh, these are the sorts of games in terms of top eight, top six type aspirations for them. They're gonna need to win. So they'll be up for it, but Carlton are gonna react from that. 
Carlton are definitely going to react. So it's, it should be a ripping game. I think so. I'm at Marvel, which suits them both. Look, I've backed the Saints. Yep. But not with any conviction, more because I just thought they were value. Oh, that's fair enough, mate. And I think that's going to be a ding-dong battle, those two going at it. I think it's going to be a tense one for both supporting groups, but I think it's going to be a really tight one, which is going to make it fantastic viewing. Let's go to the other two teams in the top four. The first time these two have played off on Anzac Day in the top four for about 24 years. I think it was 99 or 2000 when they last met and they were both top four, which is just so weird to think that Essendon are in the top four. I know we're only what week six in, but... It sort of brings me down, to be perfectly honest with you, mate. Well, you know, um, yeah, my love for <laughs> Man United and Brisbane Lions, and the one thing that goes along with that love is my absolute hatred for the Essendon Football Club. Cannot stand them. Um, despise everything about them. Going to an Essendon game is torture. Torture. Okay, so Steve War used to say that the thing that kept him going successfully as an international cricketer was that emotionally the hatred he had for losing was stronger than the joy he had for winning. Do you love Brisbane more than you hate Essendon, or is it the other way around? Would you rather see Essendon lose than Brisbane win? Yes. <laughs> but I'm a sad, cynical... Zero editing. ...prick, and... Um, and you heard it here first. And, you know, so... Like, I'll bet against my team. Like, people say, yeah. I can't bet against yeah. Australia in the Ashes. I can. If I think yeah, England yeah. are going to win, I will punt. You can if you think they're going to win. Yeah, yeah. I, will, I will punt. So just keep punting is the motto. It's the mantra. So I, I just like it. Just when Essendon are winning, it's just really annoying. And, I, and the other thing is I can't stand Brad Scott. So to think that he's got that really? stupid look on his gob at the moment all full of himself that they're winning, they've got to come down. They cannot make the eight. And if they do, they cannot win a final. When the Scott brothers were playing, did you like them? Oh, I mean, yeah, I've... I did like them. They they played a role for us, um, but I just I just you are an enigma. You are a weird riddle. Can't cop Brad Scott. Cannot cop him. When he was coach of <laughs> North, couldn't cop him. Could not cop him. Okay. So what do you reckon is going to happen in this game, mate? Can they control Nick Dacos? How do you handle this? Bloke? Definitely betting in this game. Mm. Very keen to bet. Un Australian not to. Very keen to bet. Anzac Day. I thought the overs here was the bet. Both teams free wheeling. Both teams haven't had any problem scoring. Um, the overs is at 171 and a half. Mm. Looks like a dry deck, MCG. Yeah, keen on the overs here, 171 and a half. Thought it would start six points longer. My only issue with the overs on any of these type of games, especially in Anzac Day 1, the emotion, the last post is played. It's two teams that are relatively even in their pitting. The first quarter is so intense because these guys have had, you know, old diggers in the rooms. They've had all that sort of in the trenches, Gallipoli, rah, rah, rah stuff that it's normally pretty brutal. I kind of like the second half to be high scoring. So a team like Collingwood to run away with Collingwood's it. full of ethnics anyway. They wouldn't even know what the last post is. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Before you comment up below the line, I'm half Portuguese and you are the assaulter from Malta. So we're allowed to say yeah, it. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry about that. We're not upsetting anyone. <laughs> Look, I'll be I'll be backing overs. And if it's um, a bit tighter mm. early in the game and that over comes in, I'll be betting live and betting overs again. It'll blow out in the second half. So Nick Dacos, provisional favourite for the Brownlow. He got 40-odd touches last week and about 800 metres gained. But what I noticed is he came off the ground. It looked like he hadn't broken a sweat. Teams have got to start bashing this bloke up. And nothing untoward, but just put a body on him. I know you can't really tag in modern-day footy, but 
it seemed a little bit too easy for him. Is there any argument to say you would put someone like Parrish on him and try and nullify him, or is that just stupid? They are rotating through the midfield pretty well, the pies, and, and freeing blokes yeah. up. If he gets 40, does that mean you can't beat them? I don't think so. No, it's about how effective those possessions are, aren't they? I remember back in the Mitchell days at Hawthorne, he'd get 50 and you'd think, righto, did you do anything? I mean, look, he's a good player, but... I don't think that's the be-all and end-all with them. Like, they've got a lot of outs now. I think his Adam's out as well for month, for Tuesday. So they've got McStay's gone down. They've got no Ruckman at all. Uh, okay. They're bringing Kruger back, who's played one game in about a year Crikey. in the Rezies. He's going to ruck apparently on Tuesday. So, look, they're really undermanned in the big man department. So both sides have got convictions, I think, going into this. I don't think the Pies will be happy with, with the health of the list at the moment. Dugowie was out last week. Not sure if he's going to be back, but might have just been illness. I think he is. I think it'll be a good game. I think Collingwood are the better club. Like, I'd be very surprised if Collingwood don't finish on top of Essendon. And I think Collingwood go into the last four in September. Agreed. You know, then it'll all come down to injuries and health of list and, and yep. luck, as we saw in the Swans Pies prelim last year. So I think they're a, they're a last four side. I don't think Essendon are. I'm really looking forward to the mid-season fade from the Bombers, to be honest with you. Yeah, let's hope so. Unfortunately, Thursday night footy is on hold for the moment. There's going to be a game, I think, in a few weeks' time for some reason. But we do get five days of footy, so I shouldn't really complain. But I do miss Thursday night footy. Frio Bulldogs Friday night over in the West. Have you got a leaning here? Yeah, I sort of feel compelled to bet in this game. That's not like you. Yeah, I looked at this game and I think it starts at 8.10. I'd rather go to bed. I think, you know, less than 100, <laughs> hun- less than 100 people will be watching this in Victoria, to be honest. It's not a very attractive Friday night game. Um, you know, it finishes at about 11.30. It's too late. I'm too old. Yeah, it's date night. Do the right thing by your partners. Go out. I won't be watching it, but I will be betting. Okay. I'll be backing Fremantle head-to-head. I think the dollar eighty looks a good price okay. to me here. Both sides two and three. Fremantle been a bit underwhelming, but they've lost to St Kilda, which may prove to be um, better form than we thought and already has. They threw, obviously, that North Melbourne game away, which sort of really has hurt their brand in the eyes of the punting community going forward. And then mm. they got flogged by Adelaide and Adelaide, which, you know, Adelaide have just done what they've done to Carlton. So, look, they, they showed ticker last week, Freo. They were down all day and came back to beat the Gold Coast. Uh, maybe that's a turning point for them. Caleb Sarong racked up touches. I need Brayshaw to lift. Um, I just think both these sides are, you know, maybe eight to 11 ranked sides. And with Freo being at home... I just thought the dollar eighty was overs, and I'm happy to have a bet there, um, Freo. Yeah, you say eight to eleven. I'm going to say the loser of this game cannot play finals. I actually think neither will. I think they're more of a nine to twelve sort of slot. But I reckon the loser here at two and four. Both of these teams should be thinking, right? We need to win this. Yeah, it's a big game. Big game. Huge game. Then we move on to Saturday, Arvo, mate. Port against West Coast. Don't have to spend too much time on here. The line is about what forty five ish. 48 and a half. Mm. Look, there's only one winner. Do I want to take 50-point start, Port? No. West Coast did show some ticker last week coming back when they were about 70 points down against Geelong and did come back in the second half and I think won the second half. So, you know, I always think the old motto of how you finish a game you can take in the next week I think is apt. They're undermanned, West Coast, but I I just don't want to back 50-point lines on a club that I don't trust. Well, you also get that fearful last 15 when they're up by 60-odd and then put everyone yeah. in cotton wool and there's junk time goals that crush her. Yeah, the only thing I do want to see is he's a fellow that left uh, West Coast to go to Port for money. Is it Willie Rioli? He, he left there in very um, acrimonious circumstances, so I'm looking forward to him getting a bit of a touch-up from his old teammates. Yeah, a bit of treatment. bit of treatment. Yeah, nice. All right, so look, 
Let's go to uh, our mob now against GWS on Saturday Arvo. There's a couple of Sydney teams in action Saturday. We've got Brisbane against GWS and then Sydney away to Geelong Saturday night. So Brisbane GWS actually in Canberra on Saturday Monica. Twilight. Yeah. Absolute morals alliance. Ooh, Can't get beat this? here. They're the lock of the round for all your multis. Dollar thirty. No way they'll be losing to GWS. All the um, weapons that GWS have, uh, Brisbane have a match for, if not better. They'll be competitive. Lions will will definitely win this game. Oh, you heard it here first. I look forward to replaying that next week when they get done. Although I don't, because I support them. Just be prepared to set yourself a limit. Because you win some, you lose more. What about Geelong and Sydney, mate? This could be a cracker. Why are Geelong so short, mate? This is at Geelong Saturday night, so there is that home ground advantage. They're being overbet. They've won, you know, two convincingly against two rubbish teams last two weeks. Are they back? I'm not convinced. On the flip side, Sydney have also got some injuries, um, which are hurting. If they had the full team in here, I'd be unloading. But Sydney are the sort of team that can win these, you know, big games on the road. I see they lost uh, Joel Amati to a hammy as well last week. Who's So is Buddy back? Was he just suspended for yeah, one week? Yeah, just the one. So he should be travelling. Yeah, okay. So Buddy comes back. I think, you know, are they going to get Rampy back? If they get a decent um, side back when, when the teams come out, the only bet I could have here is Sydney um, at the 280 head-to-head. But even the line, you know, you're getting 14-point start at $1.90. Or Sydney are, are always going to be competitive, um, got a lot of depth through the mids. And as I said, I'm just not convinced about Geelong at all. Over to Sunday. I do like some of the things Adelaide are doing. They've got a good, lot of good runners that cover the ground. They just go coast to coast. Yeah, they do. They do. And they've got, they've got obviously, Fogarty and Walker as keys. Uh, who both got lovely shoes on them. They've got Rankine now up forward, who's deadly. So I like what they're doing, Adelaide. Like, they don't do anything this year. But um, I think they're building a good list and, and are going about it the right way. Too short away from home against Hawthorne? Yeah, can't back him in Tassie, even though, I, you know, I think Hawthorne are junk. Um, and I want to bet against them every week at, at lines. And uh, I don't really want to, down in Tassie, nah. take that. So that's a bit of a stay away game. Straight to the Who Cares Cup now on the coast where Gold Coast are playing the Kangaroos. Wow, you think 100 people are watching Friday Night Footy? Who's watching this? I'll vomit. I'll be at the, you could be going to be on the Carly <laughs> Beach Club before you go to uh, Heritage Bank Stadium, I'd think. There is some trouble, the Gold Coast Sun. They're in some big trouble. Let me ask you a question here. Who are... The Gold Coast Suns, as in what sort of footy do they play? They just strike me as a team where every year I'm like, oh, they'll come good actually next year. They've got some good young players, blah, blah, blah. And they just make a fool of me. They're not coming good. They're no good. They've got a lot of good young players, but I'm not convinced they have a good coach. Ultimately, too fit. footy's about cattle on and off the pitch. Do you think St Kilda would be where they are if Brett Ratman was coach? Zero chance, no. No chance. They'd be lucky if they'd won one game with the injuries they've had. And they and these clubs that have passed on Clarko and Ross Lyon for whatever reason to stick fat, well, they made those decisions. And, and Jude did all right last year, fair enough. But guys aren't going to stay and commit their lives and, and go to war every week for Stewie Jews and Justin Longmuir's and that, I don't believe. So people say, look at Craig McRae, he's done it. Well, yeah, okay, some of them do. But when you're a battling franchise like Gold Coast Suns, like King... Is he going to stay? So he's seeing his brother at St Kilda with Ross Lyon. He's not going to stay there. They're going to get offers, Raoul. You know, Rankine's left. It's just hard to keep these blokes. So they're going to battle. In saying that, yeah. I watched North last week, and, yeah, they got Clarko, but they're, they're pretty bad. Lions could have won by 100 if they were fair income. The only bet I could have is Gold Coast. They've got to win some games this year. 
they can't just keep losing. If they're going to win them, they're going to win them at home. But a dollar twenty six, one for the thrill seekers there. Good luck if you want to take it. But uh, yeah, yeah, I'd, I'd be leaning towards the overs if anything in that one. I just don't think there's heaps of defensive elements. Sunday four forty, I'll be sucking a few schooners, getting ready to go see the screaming jets at my local. Oh yeah, yeah. Bang. At your local RSL. Yeah, my local, the local pub at Bridge Hotel in Balmain. The screaming jets are playing. Pumped. How good's that? The Gold Coast this year, for all the stats fans out there, have only won seven quarters for the entire season. Wow. Have they really? And they beat Geelong inside that and were ahead against Freo, I believe, for three of those quarters. So really, start getting back to basics, boys. Win a quarter. Let's start there. Dollar twenty-six. I could not take a dollar twenty-six. Not a cracker. I want I want to because I because I think North nah, are rubbish, too but short. I can't. No thanks. Now, let's go to Melbourne, mate. Melbourne, Monday night footy. How good is this? D's versus Richmond. Ah, oh, the D's cost me my eight legger last week, mate. Seven out of eight. Tick, 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 tick. Cross. You're on kidding. The D's spew. And I'm one of those guys who will blame them. So I am right off them right Oh, now. Melbourne, they're not a very well-liked club, are they? Like, there's nothing to like about it Melbourne. It head-to-head as well. Just get it done. Wow, yeah, I would have backed Melbourne for sure. Um, and even mid-game, I just kept thinking, they'll get this, they'll snap out of this, they'll snap out of this, and they didn't. So last year, Melbourne, you know, they were 9-1 and one or 8-1 or something, whatever they were. And, you know, they were $2 to win the flag. Since that time... And then the teammates went the punch on. Yeah, since that time, they've played 21 games and they've won 10 and lost 11. Interesting. Mm, stats out of the wazoo here. Crikey. Not going that well, that footy club. But the Tigers are also in a major Tigers rebuild here. They've got cooked. injury problems. They're cooked. Cooked. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Cooked, cooked, cooked. But you know what, Tigers fans... Just enjoy the occasional win. You'll get a good couple of wins with youngsters coming through this year. I don't think this week's going to be one of them. You've got a good coach. You've got good kids. I just think it's going to be a bloody long year for them. Cooked. And you know what? Suck shit to them all. These Tigers supporters have been <laughs> up and about for that long. They went and got Taranto and Hopper, and they all thought, oh, yeah, we're going to we be in top four. That was 7 bucks 50 to win the flag, mate. I would have given you 750 to one. What? They're nothing. Cochin's cooked. Jack's cooked. Now Jack's got to carry the load with no Lynch. Uh, you know, when you've played footy, you know, play, even if you've played local footy, when you've got a bloke like Nan Curvis in there where everyone on the ground is always just looking around to see where he's coming from, whether that's centre bounces leading up, you've got the big fella leading out of the square, just, you know, they have such a huge presence. They are irreplaceable, more so than on ballers. Yeah. Dusty's not the same player. Shea Bolton's a downhill skier. They're cooked. So you really rate them then? They can't make the finals. They can't make the finals. Here's a question for you then. Do you reckon they're cooked? Cooked. And suck it, Tiger supporters. Go back to where you belong, where Disco Roach was kicking goals for you in the 80s and stay down there for a few years. We've had enough of you. That's KB and that's his take. All right. Well, that only leaves the big one on Anzac Day and you're on the overs there. I'm on the I'm overs. Go the pies 1 to 39. Like that. Yeah, that's, that's, that's astute. Astute. Oh, never been called that before. <laughs> worry about that. So let's run through what you've got, mate. I know you like Frio head-to-head. You like the overs on the big one on Anzac Day, and you love the Lions head-to-head. Will you be having a bit of the Swans with your own line? What else are you going to have? Uh, I probably won't. I'm, if I was having a four-legged multi, head-to-head, mm. Lions, Frio, as you said, Demons, I'm going to yep. throw in because... Even though I don't trust them, I just think they should win. That's just a game of who you trust the least, and it's trusting Richmond less. 
Yeah, in a way, and then into the overs on Monday, and the four of them multied up gets me about six bucks. Gee, that's pretty strong. Yeah, I think so. So it's always like also Frio's my dodgy one. So if I don't, if I go out Friday night, it leaves me the weekend to come back from that. I think Frio's a bit of value Friday night. I don't love them, but um, at home I want to be with them. And like all good punters, I know you're going to set yourself a deposit limit, so you won't be putting good money after bad after Friday night. You're just going to be sitting there like I am, knowing that chances are we're about to lose. Chances are we're about to lose. But, you know, there's also that that would be very negative thinking because I just think, like, it's okay to lose at the bet, but it's not okay to lose at the confidence, confidence. okay? (laughs) Don't lose at a confidence, mate. But anyway, that's in the just keep punning, not on the uh, mint sports or mint bet. The uh, views held by Azra are not necessarily those held by me. They are all my own. They are all my own, which you can follow at my Twitter handle at just keep punting. Fantastic stuff. And just for what it's worth, I'm going to throw in Munn's multi. The eight-legger last week was seven out of eight. So this week I'm knocking it down to seven legs, okay? In the NRL, we're going the Cowboys, the Roosters, and the Storm. Storm is just lock of the century, by the way. Really? I'm putting this on. So Storm, (laughs) Roosters. Yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. Yeah. we, We dive over to the AFL. Yep. We're going to go port by 40 plus. That's my little iffy Ooh. one. I know, I know, I know. Oh, greedy boy. <laughs> I've got to do something Saturday, Arvo, mate. Port by 40 plus. The pie's 1 to 39. So it's starting to get some value in I here. Like and then, I like that. just for good measure, a bit of EPL, we're going to chuck Arsenal and Liverpool in, two teams that you despise oh. to get up. And that should get us, I'm hoping, around 13 or 14 bucks. I did say earlier I would put punting before um, <laughs> anything else, but I can never, ever, ever have a dollar on Arsenal or Liverpool unless it's for relegation <laughs> or to be blown up. So Munn's $1 multi should get you about 14 to 1. You've got some cracking tips for us there, as we've absolutely rambled on today. So we're going to keep moving. We have. And this time next week, you're going to have some more race tips for us, some more footy chat, and we're going to hopefully be talking about this week's winners. We will. Oh, thank you, Sonny. No, thank you. And everyone out there, gamble responsibly. Set yourself a deposit limit. Until next week, punters. Just keep punting. Just keep punting. Cooked.